there are some lessons that we need to learn from our two-year-old. And one is the use of one very powerful word, no. No can save you from so many things that you have perhaps been putting yourself into. No can help you to gain back the time that you potentially could have lost. No can also bring back the energy that you are giving out. I am Dr. Dini. I am the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Soup Mom. Today, I am your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show, a place where we as mothers come together to talk about the realities and the truths about motherhood, the beautiful journey that we go through, and the challenges that we face, the impact it has on our well-being, and what we can do on a consistent basis to empower ourselves, to enrich ourselves, so that we are having optimized well-being of body, mind, soul, and spirit. Today, we're talking about the lessons that our two-year-old could teach us, and this is the power of no. No is a powerful word, and people perhaps run away from using it. But have you seen a situation whereby you're telling your two-year-old or your toddler to say, oh, would you want to have that? No. And would you want to do this? No. And they just keep saying no to every single thing until they get what they want. I found that very frustrating when my daughter was getting towards two. She had this complete sentence, no. And she was very set in her ways. There are many times I had to sing for her, to appease her. There are so many things I did. And anytime I tell her the story now, she goes, I'm so sorry, mommy. And I said, it's okay. You taught me a lesson, a very vital lesson at the time. And I would not trade that lesson for anything else. So she was this child that was strong in her will. I would say, no, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. You know, and it made me think. There are many times in our lives that we are accepting things that we should not be accepting. People are telling us what we are meant to do. Society is telling us what we must, must do. People are giving us a frame of what makes us a good mother or a bad mother. There is this saying where I come from. It says, when some people do good things, people tend to write it on water. And when something goes wrong, and perhaps this person has done something that might not be as good, you write it on, engrave it on stone. That is what happens in the life of many mothers. Many mothers are not celebrated for the good that they've done. But the moment something happens, maybe they've taken their children to school late, or they missed an appointment, the look on the face of the people concerned, perhaps at the waiting room or may, maybe your child is screaming in the public transport, the look on the face could make anybody cringe. So we as mothers need to be aware there are certain things that we should allow, but then we have the ability to allow these things coming, but we also have the ability to say, no, stay out. We are 
wonderful beings. We are made up of mind and body and soul and spirit. And one thing that drains our energy mostly as mothers is a drain to our mental well-being and our mental health and a drain to our emotional well-being and our emotional health. Those two are the main things that really knock us off our feet. And we need to put some things in place to empower ourselves. And that that we need to look at is using the gates N O no. So let's get to it. There are times when you're asked in your different roles to do certain things, maybe take up a responsibility, take up a project. Um, like it said, when you want to get things done, give it to a busy person. You find that there are people who are very efficient, who are very good at what they do. They're given even more things to do because the people watching know that you get it done. And because they know that you're going to get it done, they, don't, they do not mind piling stuff on you. And sometimes they might come in a very um, patronizing way. Oh, we know you're working so hard. Would you mind helping with this task? It's not going to take much time. And then you say, okay. And you take it on only to find out that you've bitten more than you can chew, or maybe you've taken something on that you'd rather not take on. There are sometimes perhaps you might have gone through um, a process and you're working on something with someone else and suddenly the person goes, oh, I won't be able to handle it for now. Um, can you do it without me? And then you go, okay, sure. And then you go ahead and it ends up being your own project. You focus, you get it done. And then at the end of the day, the person comes on to the stage with you to take the credit. Oh, yeah, we did it. We did it. And that can be very painful. That has happened to me many times. And I, while I'm not one to say, oh, no, I want the limelight all to myself, I believe that credit should be given to where credit is due. And when you work hard for something, you need to be celebrated. So as mothers, remember, all the things that you do is for your own good and for the good of your family. And so whenever you're taking a step or you're being approached by anyone to do certain things, perhaps it could be you being told to take up a new task, a new role or a new assignment, pause, pause. When you pause, it gives you some time to think. Now, you might say when you're speaking to your boss, you can't really pause for as long as you want. I agree totally. But you might say, can I get back to you on that? Can I get back to you on that is very important, especially if you're talking to someone who you do not want to just give a flat out no to. That's something I started doing because growing up, being who I was, I was a chronic people pleaser. If you wanted something done and you told me, Denise, please do this for me. Yes, sure. And I would do it. I was very good at getting things done and getting them done quickly on time and very well done. So people were very happy. And you would think that perhaps they already knew that you had lots to do and they would perhaps consider that. No, they would ask you to do more. So you 
can start that situation. If you're a chronic pleaser, people pleaser like I was, I am a recovering chronic people pleaser. So pause. Can I get back to you on that? Is a very important phrase. Another thing that I have used as well would be a situation whereby I smile. <laughs> and that works when you're in a, group, a very large group. Perhaps at work, there's a meeting and people ask a question like, um, who would want to do this? Smile. <laughs> smile. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't, don't have the broadest smile in the room because that would make you stand out. But smile, sometimes um, the use of averting your gaze is also a very useful thing. So think about your purpose. Think about what you're looking to achieve. And then you take it from there. The next thing I found very useful is when someone um, asks you to do something or perhaps um, they want to pick your brains um, and it's not, it's not going to take a second and perhaps you do not want to say no to that person because you think um, they're in a position whereby saying no might be more detrimental you could actually just come out and tell them what you have got on your plate. Oh, I've got a few tasks at the moment and I'm actually working on this. Would you want me to drop that so that I can attend to what you're telling me to do? And give them the choice. Give them, make them responsible for making that choice. And this is very effective, especially at work, where perhaps you have multiple tasks and your boss has been telling you, do this, do this, do this, do this, and now wants to add another one. You can ask which one they want you to drop so that you can pick up this new task. It's very important because by the time you're saying that, you are expressing your self-awareness, you are expressing to the person an appeal for them to become more aware of what your workload is, but then you're also giving them a choice as well. So it's very useful in that way. Now, you might just say, oh, but I'm a mom. I don't work for anyone. I work for myself. Ooh, now, I'll tell you, being a mompreneur myself, that is the toughest. You know why? Because we are the bosses from, I don't know where we come from, but we are such strict bosses. We are the bosses that would look at maybe a scenario, a situation and say, you know what? I want this done right now. And we put so much pressure on ourselves. Now, because you are the employee, you are the business person, you are the entrepreneur, and you are the owner of the business, especially for those, my moms who are solopreneurs. Okay, big whoop to all the solopreneur moms out there. If that is you, you need to look at ways by which you can carve out time, okay? As a mompreneur, as a, um, a solopreneur, I want you to look at ways by which you can carve out time. And these carve out times are the times where you put your O around you. So your no, remember the word no, is a very important thing. You need to be able to say no. What no can do for you is to say no pushing, no shoving, no pressure. 
So no pushing, no shoving, no pressure. So what are the things that would keep you in that position where you're not having a beam, you're not being pushed around, you're not being shoved to the ground when you're criticized and really brought down, and also you're not having so much pressure? It is by having those breaks. It's by having those moments where you can chill, take a breath, relax. And when you do that, you'll be able to work better, think better, and move ahead quicker. How many of you remember the story of the tortoise and the hare? Okay. Now, the tortoise and the hare, for those who don't know the story, I'll tell you the story, very, very short form of the story. So, but there was a race in the jungle between the tortoise and the hare. Now, we all know the hare looks like a rabbit, yeah, and runs really fast, really a fast um, runner. And the tortoise has got this big shell on its back and it moves very slowly. Now, these two creatures were told to have a race. So there was a starting line and a finishing point. They all started, go! And the tortoise started to crawl very slowly. But the hare, soup, had gone and run all the way, got to a point, looked behind, couldn't find the tortoise anywhere and said, you know what? I'll just chill here for a little while and uh, get a bit of a rest. So, oh, the tortoise can never catch up with me. And so while it took a rest, it kind of nodded off completely. The tortoise had gone past and before we knew it, the hare heard some cheering and shouting. What's going on? Oh, and then what did he see? The tortoise was crossing the finish line and he tried to run, but he couldn't make it. The tortoise won the race. Now, how would a, an animal that moves so slow lose the race to someone who's moving really quick? That just shows us that it's not about the speed. Many times as mompreneurs, as solopreneurs, we perhaps think this has to be done now and then this one down and then that one then. There are some times that we need to just take one little step, one little step, another little step, knowing fully well that as we take those steps, it's moving us closer. Sometimes we might need to slow down. Now, at some point during our session together, we're going to go through the seasons. And I love talking about the seasons and how we can use the seasons to explain our growth and how we can also use the seasons to explore our productivity as well. So that's a very interesting one that I think you moms will like. But if you're enjoying this content so far, I want you to subscribe, share this with other moms, download this and share. And please go ahead and let us know what you think. Leave a review for us. Let us know which topics you'd love to hear more about because we're here for you. It's all about being here for mothers. Perhaps you have some question about a health problem or a mindfulness problem, or perhaps you're just feeling quite unsure of what's going on. You can let us know and then we'll interact with you. So I would be putting a link below to join the group. There is an empowering group where we as mothers come together. So you want to be part of that amazing community? 
come join us. We'd love to have you. We'd love to interact. And there you can also ask questions as well. So today is all about the power of no. You need to learn to say no because no is not just powerful. It's something that protects not ev only everyone around us, but ourselves as well. And I want to also say no is a complete sentence. No as a complete sentence. You don't have to say no because no. No is no. I have also shared with you some strategies you can use when you've got, say, a boss, a superior, someone who you perhaps don't want to say flat out no to because you are, like me, a recovering people pleaser. There are certain statements that you can use. So we'll put those statements also in the show notes and you'll be able to utilize them as you go through this process. If you want access to the show notes, you can find them on www.drduni.com forward slash show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember, you've got this great power, the power of no. Learn from your toddlers. That powerful word, no, can make more time for you, help you get more energy and get you closer to where you want to be and to get what you want to have. This is Dr. Duny. I'm the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom. Go out there, make time for you, grab the energy that is yours to have as you generate it with joy and happiness, and stay well. <laughs>